With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Oh, yeah, it's been 20 years, baby. Let's do this thing. Wow, is it level three, C-Cam? I know game time decisions is fun, but it's stressful, isn't it, right? It is, because you know there's pressure on, especially hour one, bro. There's pressure on us. I get it and all this. But, like, doesn't this, this two hours, bro, isn't just chill? It's like hanging out, right? Here's That's the what's deal, cool about sports trades. It's not, it's not like you're on, because normally you'd be like, I'm not hanging out for two hours on a radio night. No, but no. It's no doubt it's fun. We're just amongst friends. We're amongst fans. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. That's what makes sports trades. I like working in, like, comfortable wear. I like working in underwear. And I love doing oh, radio I miss you and I. television. Remember at night you and I were doing the sport, the radio at night? Oh, that was funny. I that love at, radio. 8 o'clock at night. We missed our horse. But I want to say I've thanked a lot of people over my career and all this stuff. It's been sentimental night. We can't get to everybody. And I know we get, we get everyone in. But I want to say, Cam, you and I are intertwined at the hip. Like, I had my thing going to Montreal before and all this, and, you know. Yeah. And I roll into Toronto, and you and I, me and Cam, weren't even buddies for the first, like, five, six months. Like, we sort of, like, we were there. I was kind of a loner and stuff. I was new there. I didn't know people. Like, Cam was in his own bubble. You know what I mean? And, it was, like you said, it was a Monday night or it was that Tony Romo night, right? But um, <laughs> that was an epic night. I, I, I want to say, I've worked with a lot of people over the years, and I have respect with some. But not many. I can't lie to you, and I can't pretend. And uh, you notice I don't have them on right now, right? I didn't reach yeah. out, and they reached out to me. I've worked with a lot of people. One of the guys I respect the most, I didn't even like in real life, Picard. And toast to you, Picard. I remember when they told me I was going to work with you in Montreal, I said, why would you put me with a guy that you know I personally hate and we're the polar opposites <laughs> of in your life? They said, because it's going to be great radio. It's and you know what? We ended up getting along in real life, and the show was great. And you know why I liked him? Because you just told me, you just do your thing, bro. I'll just kick back and put it on the tee for you. Right? And I go, oh, the guy. So, but I was going to say, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, Cam, and I'm not just saying this, but it's like the Scorpions. There's no one like you. We're like Johnny Carson and McMahon. People remember from the score all these years. Whatever you do, whatever I do, it's going to happen every day. People want to come over on the straight and say, hey, man. 
What, well, I remember you guys on a score together. We revolutionized the game. We should be proud of it. Richard Garner put us in a position, and so did Mr. John Levy sure as well. Did. I yep. thank Levy on Twitter tonight. I'm a bigger man. I, don't, I got no problem with Levy. It was Sally that threw me under the bus. It wasn't even Sansoni or anyone. Yeah. So, right. anyways, but that's another story. I got no beef with any of these guys. So, God bless you all. But I was going to say, Cam, I'm glad that uh, our God brought us together. And look what it did for our careers, our friendship over the years. And you and I, you know, look, man, you know, you've worked with people. We work with people. You don't remain. And me and Cam don't talk to each other every day. So we're not going to pretend it's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? So we know what's going on in each other's lives for the most part. But yeah, it's not, you know what I mean? But when you're on the air every day with someone for 15 years, I brought Cam back into the fold here, with, you know what I mean, at, at Sports Grid and at Fancy Sports Network. But I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I love you and my career wouldn't be where it was if it wasn't for you. And I think and it's the, I same, and the same thing. For like We're sort of intertwined, but I wouldn't be, like I said, you're part of sports rage. You're part of what, like game time, you're part of what I do and what we do, and people love it together. So I just want to say I love you, bro, and I wouldn't be where I am without you. Late night anger management class. All right, it's always weird, eh, Cam, with these yeah. like intros, Tony, know, all this stuff. Man. But I was just saying, <laughs> you no know Cam is you the do, man. You do it the best. <laughs> I've worked with that. Like I'm like the only guy show. that does this for every You're network. Right. Boom, no, no, I'm the best. Bam, is, bam, boom, and no, I got no, mad no if offense it's not to sharp. Pharrell. Like no offense, like he'll be a minute afterwards and Seattle's like, can you affiliate. please, can you please introduce the radio affiliates? <laughs> and ask him. I get mad if the music isn't perfect when we add right, on a six oh six because I'm a pro. Not that he isn't. He doesn't care, right? That's why no. right. he didn't give it. No. But I'm just saying. I, I don't mean like, oh, he's not pro. I'm just saying. I get mad about everything. Like, I get mad at Matias and little things, although I've chilled out, and I've chilled out with everyone, Tony. Yeah. I used to rage, but I rage at myself, Kevin. You know this. I'm like that guy. I'm not asking anything that I wouldn't do myself, man. Like, you know what I mean? I care about every detail, Cam. You know I what it is, do. I just do, man. It just bothers me. I just do. I'm just going to say this, and this is it. I've worked with a lot of people in my life, and the thing about you is I respect more than anybody you love the craft more than anybody. You'll work, You like, the thing is, this is what you do, and the other people, I love it, but I don't love it, like, like I love it hard, like 90%. You know what's crazy, Kev? You met my super hot girlfriend, remember, at the UFC card in Montreal. Yeah. And may she rest in peace. Natalie, I love you, baby. And she was the one, I was actually day one, I was at, at her house, I'm almost going to cry now, but I remember, man, and she was so hot and everything, and we had problems, and... I asked her, I said, what's the deal? I said, you know I love you. I'm not cheating on you. And she goes, no, nah, you kind of are. And she goes, you love your fans. You love your show. You love your bands. She goes, that's just who you are. She goes, you're meant for this. She goes, I don't mean this in a bad way. She goes, you're meant just to be that guy. She goes, you're a rock star. You're not a husband. She's right. She goes, you're a rock star. You're not a husband. And I said, but I love you. And I'd never forget, she told me, she goes, you love your show more than you love me. <laughs> it's kind of cold, Cam, but here I am alone, right? 20 years but later, the bro. Thing is, but the thing is, the one thing you got, Marenzi, and I'll tell you something, you love it. And what you got to do in life is do the things that you love. I love it, but you love it more than anybody at the network. And I've worked with a lot of people, as I said. You're the best at it. You put the most time in. 
and your craft, it's brilliant. Let's stick around, and we want to talk about this on the other All side. Right. All right, we got one more segment with Cam and Tony on the other side. We're going to get a little No, we got a couple more segments. We have Brett Beard joining us as well. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, it's me, your barista. So you know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Yeah, well, I might be putting myself out of a job by telling you this, but now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. With three new foaming flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, who could blame you if you stopped coming in altogether? Yeah, it's that foaming delicious. You're welcome. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, now in stores. It's foaming delicious. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Hey now, man, it's, it's, it's chaos backstage. It's chaos. I don't know. This is like worse than the, the roast. Actually, what's the Jeffrey Ross? The Jeffrey Ross roast. Speaking of roast, I know our next guy hates Jeffrey Ross. It's good stuff. Let's go. Hey, listen, Earl. It's it's free flowing tonight, but no f bombs. Okay. And we're on serious, but the problem is we're on AM affiliates as well and whatever. I know it's conflicting and it pisses me off too. But, you know, hey, I love you AM affiliates. But you know what I'm saying? So, um, but we're unfiltered tonight, Earl. So it's pure whatever. And I was going to say, um, last time I think me, Cam, and Earl were together, Earl Skakel steps up and a legendary comedian. I think Earl was trying to fill me and Cam in a bathroom or something. We said, no cameras, bro. <laughs> Like, remember that? I was like, yo, bro, like, what the hell are you doing? And, and ever, forever, every day since, Earl thinks, like, me and Cam are, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, we're, we're rocking. Earl Skakel. Last time I saw Earl, I randomly met, ran into him in West Hollywood. True story. And I swear to God, Earl, and this is a true story. I wanted to go to your show the next night. I called. It was sold out. I sent you a message and stuff. And plus the girl I was with, me and her, Things ended up fizzling out, so I was in the middle of a little crisis on Saturday. I wanted to go, but you sold out the show. Badass Earl Skakel steps up and in. Yeah. What's up, Earl? Love you, Earl. I love you, and it's an, I must correct you, Gabe. You said I don't like Jeff Ross. I was very excited to meet Jeff because I thought he was the kid from Powder. Uh, 
<laughs> the kid from Powder. Okay, first things first. Like I said earlier, this night's about me, okay? Oh, sorry, but, my bad, my bad. Yeah, no, no, but it's okay. So what, what happened to you on, on the roast battle anyway? So what, what, tell, tell your story. Be, be, give us two minutes with bang, 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 and let's, let's talk about the past. But what happened to you? What's, what's happened? Dude, I was like the Bret Hart of roast battle in Montreal. I got the screw job. Think of uh, Jeff Ross as Vince McMahon. And, uh, you know, when I beat Jimmy Carr, who's probably the most famous comic in the world, you know, worldwide, uh, Comedy Central, and Jeff didn't like that. And then, uh, you know, Jeff's had his problems this year. You know, he does more grooming than super cuts. So we just don't like each other. <laughs> Uh, See, I love Earl so much, I gave him the floor for himself, right? I'm like, all right, you talk exactly. about your, 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 your. Hey. He's got hey, Listen, so Earl, I remember Earl, so I don't even know Earl. I don't know how we meet online. And it's sort of like Mick. It's one thing with me. I have, like, people, like, you know, Earl, like, you were, you know, you and I both started out. You say, oh, you gave, I gave you a chance, stuff. But I was new in the industry, too. I was looking for guests, and somehow you and I came together. And was it through the mayor, the manor, the LA stuff? I don't even remember how you and I met. I don't. I don't know if you remember, but I do remember you being on my radio show in Montreal. And the Cam, how about this? And Tony Finn, the day Bill yeah. Wirtz died. And what did you say? What was your joke? Repeat well, it now. I forget. What was the exact joke you said about Bill Wirtz? Uh, given the parameters you uh, laid out at the beginning of this phone call, I, I, I don't think I can tell that joke anymore. No, you can't. No, you can't. Without the swearing, you can't. Tell the joke. It's okay. Without the swearing, Gabe, it's like, uh, I mean, without the swearing, that joke is like Kiss doing an acoustic song. It's no, just not you said work. it wrong. It was basically something about, like, I don't know. It was an anti Come on, you got to help me out here. I set it up for you. I'm a teacher. Well, I you mean, don't remember, uh, do you? You don't remember the joke, neither do I. No, I do. I remember calling Bill Wirtz a fat blank, and uh, I loved him so much I would have jumped into the coffin with him if there was room. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and you know what? They ended up winning like three cups after he died. He was a miserable man. Let's just be real. Let's get everyone oh, dies. Gabe, but, you, uh, don't, you don't understand. I, and when I did that yeah. journey to the cup, yeah, you know I traveled about everywhere. Hawks, eh? everywhere. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be real quick. No team was more creepier than the Chicago Blackhawks. Like, every yeah, time I did something. they were covering up sex crimes. That's oh, why. No, yeah. Uh, well, oh, they, a lot they, of people. Oh, uh, yeah. Cut off. Sorry, go ahead. No, no people okay. don't know oh, this, but uh, Jeff yeah. Ross was a video coach. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey, listen. Earl's, if Jeff Ross's attorneys are coming after him, go after him, Mr. Earl's Kankle. <laughs> hey, meet Mr. Tony Finn, a legend in Las yeah. Vegas, joining us from Area 51, Earl. Hey, Tony, yeah. how are you? Hey, Earl. It's good. It's a good day. Woke up. It's a good day. I'm, I, haven't, I haven't cussed yet or dropped an F-bomb on the show, but it's still time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> thank you. That, uh, that's that rock a maniac. Rock hey, but hey, Earl, Earl, you can't be sad. I've I've heard Gabe doesn't know I heard him, but there's been times like we'll go to break and Gabe will say, uh, I know it, I know an F bomb's coming. I can feel it. Tony Sam's gonna have he's gonna drop an F bomb. Nah, I'm not worried. I'm more worried about you operating your phone than an F bomb. Come on, Tony. Okay, I'm just amazed <laughs> you're on line with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The camp's the one I'm worried about is salty language. Camp's just typing away. What are you betting on now? You betting on ponies, greyhounds, Cam? What are you what are you betting on now? Middle of the night. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. Well, let's pick a winner. We'll pick a winner. But let me let me just say, let's, let's talk about Earl. You want to bet, you wanna yeah, bet, let's bet talk, some English? 
Yeah, yeah look it up. Horses? Yeah, look it up, and uh, I'm going to bring up the Earl story here when you and Eric came. And it was a legend. I told a story earlier about you and I going to UFC. And I didn't bring up the 9-11 snitch. You remember that when I told the limo driver? I said, so another was your snitch. Remember? <laughs> you're, you're, you're a snitch. Do you, you remember that? So we went to the UFC. Remember? It was a night I strangled gold. It was with us earlier. And uh, Earl's, Earl was there. And we went to the UFC. And, and man, we've had so many crazy nights in Vegas. But let me and shout out to T Bone who's tuning in in Mexico right now. But let's tell this story, Earl. You, me, T Bone, Brock Lesnar, Shane Carwin. True story. You saw Cam, Tony. Yep. I had, I literally had $5,700 to my name. I, yeah. I, I, on I, Shane I, Carwin? No, on Lesnar. Yeah. I bet it all. Oh. Like literally. I had yeah. $5,700 on the fight, guys, yeah. and I had no money. I had to borrow $100 off a of T-bone for drinks. True story. I said, bro, I have no money. He goes, what do you mean you have no money? You just put $5,700 on the fight. I said, I put all my money on the fight. I said, I literally have like $18 on me. I said, can you hook me up for a couple of drink money? You know what I mean? He said, remember, you were there, remember? So, oh, I remember, yeah. round one, and T-Bone had like five dimes, six dimes on it, too. He might have had eight. I think T-Bone was even bigger than me. Like, me and T-Bone drove around all week. Earl came down. Brock Lesnar, Shane Carwin, massive fight. Never mind the fact Brock Lesnar threatened to kill me before earlier. That's another story. So, true story, Tony Finn. We're there, Cam. Yeah. Me, uh-huh. Tony, me, Earl, and T-Bone. We got good seats. I've got, like, my entire everything, like, everything, literally. All right, and a lot of money, like fifty six, fifty seven hundred. T Bone's got like seven dimes on the fight. Shane Carwin comes out, Cam takes Brock Lesnar down and starts beating the living tar out of him. Okay, <laughs> and Lesnar's like the invincible one. I just saw him beat up you and my friend Heath Faring, right? You, you know, never mind that story. So I'm like, oh my god. Carwin and Carwin is raining down on him. Okay, like the fight should have been stopped. Remember, oh, the fight should have been stopped. And it said, "I'm going to go fast here because we got a break coming up." So Jake Rosenthal is the the referee. He got arrested for like uh, growing wheat. He ended up in the same penitentiary with someone that we knew. Anyways, I don't know how uh, through the grapevine. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, the round Carwin beats the crap out of Lesnar. Matthias, you remember the fight? He beats the crap out of him. Hell yeah. I get up and I go to T-Bone and Earl. See you later. I was that depressed, Cam. I was going to leave by myself. I said, guys, I'm done. And I got up and I started walking up the steps. I stopped for one more drink on the way out, Cam. And the second round started and I watched in the concourse at MGM. Lesnar came back and won. Ask Earl was like we won the Stanley Cup, bro. Remember I came running back down the steps and you guys caught me and hugged me? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> what a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Hey, Brian, care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. You know, just for the record, as a little things, how many talk shows do with that? You have a little clip there? I actually ask Matthias. I send him stuff at 6 in the morning, Matthias, sometimes, right? I'm actually up all night sometimes looking for clips, that Bobby Riggs stuff. Like, you know what I mean, Cam? Every detail, bro. I'm like Belichick, bro, like putting a play, like every detail. What's the music? What's this? I, You know what? I hate the music on this show. It's cool. It's generic because in the modern era, I used to steal all the music. I used to play Van Halen on the show and stuff. My first show 20 years ago, I opened up with Unchained. Dun, dun, dun. Nothing stays the same. Oh, Loved love it, Earl. Loved it. I, I love you, Earl. You the man in, in Hollywood. We're going to be back there for the Super Bowl. So me and Earl ran into each other in West Hollywood. That was awesome. And I, I told you, I went to the gayest bar in West Hollywood. Even Earl can attest to this. And I was there. And I was like, all right, we're going to go up to the strip. We're going to the metal bars. And I saw a bunch of dudes in Speedos and stuff. And everyone was like, Vax and Tony in L.A., bro. You got Your arms got to look like Keith Richards. I was Voxed, and I got into an argument. You're like, it's not Voxed enough. I'm like, bro, man, what do you want from me? He's like, you're not welcome here. So and you, what's the place called, Earl, with the, with the guys at Speedos? What's the place called? Let's give him a plug. What's it? Well, what's there's, the place a, called? That, there's about seven places where guys with Speedos are dancing, but I believe no, I you know, you know the place. You know what I'm talking about, the big one. You're either talking about the Bone Zone or Mickey's. <laughs> the Bone Zone. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, Cam, you know this, and I'm I'm proud enough of my heterosexuality to to, to say this. 
There ain't no party like a gay party, Cam. You go to a gay party, you want a party, bro? They got what you're looking for. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's degenerate stuff. I used to work gay raves. It was over the top. I was like, man, these guys make, like, Molly Crew soft. That's the thing. <laughs> like, right, if you go to a gay guys, party? Hey, hey, look at every what? gay neighborhood in every city. It's the richest city in every city. These guys party oh, okay. 24 hours a day, man. And it's like that in Hollywood. So it's in West Hollywood. And I'm there with my girlfriend at the time. It was our last night together. <laughs> Second to last night. So, <laughs> anyways, we're there. And I want to take her to the Roxy. We're going to go see that uh, the Kiss cover band that night, Earl. And I want to see you the next night. So, we're there. And I'm like, all right. And we couldn't resist. Earl, I had a great time in that place, bro. Nobody cares. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was a party. The drinks were cheap. The drinks were flowing. The music was blasting. Great time in West Hollywood. Well, Gabe, you left out the most important part of the Carwin Lesnar fight. You were so happy that Lesnar won, you started talking to a girl that looked like Mark Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And so you brought up to the Brock Lesnar's brother. So just for the record, I was in Heath Herring's corner when he fought Brock Lesnar in Minneapolis. It was my birthday. Cam knows all about it. We were on his shorts. He was on our show. Me and Heath Herring used to be tight. And it sucks. This story is so real. Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was on the podcast. See, Brock Lesnar was on a Stone Cold podcast once, and Stone Cold asked him, why did you mess that guy up so much in the UFC? And he goes, because some skinny-ass, bald jackass was mouthing off at me. And he goes, they said a lot of crazy things before the fight. Guys, I was in the Heath Herring locker room, literally. You guys never been anywhere close to any of this crap that I've dealt with. Uh, you got you know, oh, you watch the fights. I was in the room, okay? I'm with Heath Herring, Kenny Florian, uh, Heath Herring, a couple other dudes, and Cam and, and, and Earl and Tony. Dude, Brock Lesnar's like eight feet away. They have the door open. Dude, Cam, he's punching a bag, Cam. Yeah. It's like you it's like you on the keyboard, Cam. The dump. The dump. And no, no, I'm like, I'm looking and I thought to myself, I'm like, if Brock Lesnar punched me in the face, he would crush my skull. Like my skull would crush into pieces. Oh, yeah, I'd be concussed for life. Like I'd be a vegetable. So I'm sitting there and the UFC's mad at me because I'm drinking alcohol backstage. You're not allowed to drink alcohol backstage. I actually put alcohol in a water bottle, okay? I'm being real with you guys. So. <laughs> Okay, so I'm sitting there. Bert, Bert, the, the the guy got fired, comes up and goes, "Bro, I can smell the vodka." But I had a pass, I had all access pass, so they were like, "Whatever." I had like room access, so I was part of the training crew. <laughs> Even though real, I'm part of the training crew. Look at me, I'm a loser. Training crew. So, you know, so I'm there, and they tell me, they're like, "Yo, start speaking up," and I said, "What do you mean?" And what's the guy's name? Mike. He got he got arrested for like beating up a bunch of people in a bowling alley. The the big wrestler guy. He goes, yo, bro. He goes, cause Heath was in his own world cam. He had his hoodie on and stuff. Yeah. And then they told me, he goes, you're here to be the mouth, like the mouth of the South Cam. He goes, you're, you're the mouth. You're, you're Jimmy Hart. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? I said, you want me to motivate him? And he goes, no, no. We want you to talk smack to Brock. <laughs> yeah. Good, and I'm good, like, good. what? I'm like, you want me to talk smack to Brock Lesnar? I'm like, all right. Right away, I just got up. I'm like, all right. I say to Brock Lesnar, I said, you steroid-looking monkey, horse, face, mother, whatever. 
I said, this ain't the WWE, bitch. This is the real thing. <laughs> right? And he looks over at me. Oh, God, and, help us. And I keep running my mouth. True story. I keep running my mouth. And that was my thing, because they told me. That was his big thing. He's a fake wrestler. I said, you're nothing but a fake ass. The guy was a D1 champion. Like, I, I want to he tell Heath he's a D1 champion, eh? So he's like, so I, I, he's my boy. So I'm like, you suck. You're nothing but a big ass, whatever. Okay. It's all fine because we're separated. Then they come on and knock on the door. One minute. I'm like, oh, my God. We're standing there. I got to walk uh -huh. out in a tunnel with these guys. Brock Lesnar uh -huh. is literally... One foot from me, Tony. Yeah. He looks at me. He growled and frothed at the mouth cam. <laughs> I I would have pissed myself. I'm yeah, not like pretending I was like cool. Yeah. I looked the other way because I didn't want to show fear for Heath as part of his corner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> After the fight, Heath is in an ambulance pissing blood. And Brock Lesnar's father comes up and pushes me. He's a state trooper. He goes, how are you and your loud ass, you son of a bitch. You guys are a bunch of coke losers. Starts going off, right? His brother, he goes, I'd beat the crap out of you, but I'd beat you in a second. Of course you would. You're all a bunch of nut jobs, Lester. Of course, Cam, Brock Lester's father is a state trooper, right? Cam, of course. In Minnesota, of course he is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so he's there. And I never forget the UFC go, yeah, if you don't get him to the hospital in 30 minutes, we're not covering it. I learned a lot that night. So it was my birthday. I smashed my watch. <laughs> I had a watch. I smash it and stuff. Anyways, Brock Lesnar, his father and his brother threatened to kill me. Fast forward two years later, he's fighting Carwin in Vegas. I walk out. Earl is there. I walk out like a triumphant Joe Montana at the Super Bowl, guys. And... Some guy, I feel a big paw cam, grab me like a horse collar in the back. He pulls me aside. Is Brock Lesnar's brother. He goes, you don't think I remember you, you little son of a bitch? And he says, big dude, Cam, he looks like Brock Lesnar. I'm like, oh, my God. And then he tells me, he goes, glad to see you're on the right effing side this time. And then he grabs me in that sort of Mambro stuff behind the neck and hugs yeah. me. And then he tells me, he goes, me and Brock still talk about you. And I said, what? <laughs> he goes, man, he goes, for a skinny little bitch, man, you really brought it. And he goes, we still laugh about it. Can you imagine me talking smack to Brock Lesnar, Cam? Think come about Brock Lesnar. Come on, come on. I, I saw him he can like swap me like a mosquito, like bro. Like, an ant. I'm an ant next to him. An ant. One, one, like, he can, like, flick his finger and break my jaw, I think. Brock Lesnar can kill me and you, I think, in under, you know, eight You're the same size as Brock. You're I know, he me. But you're not the same. You're not the same muscle mass, though. <laughs> Here's the thing, Marenzi. Like, I've held my oh, own. No. But you and I together, Cam, against Brock Lesnar, you and I would last about 43 seconds, oh, 38 seconds. I agree. He'd I smash you. our skulls together. <laughs> I played hockey. I've been beat up by the best. Like I, like, like I told you, when I was a kid, Eric Cairns, the guy's like six foot six. He was a killer for the Islanders and Panthers. Oh, you fought Eric yeah. Cairns. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Earl, Earl's a hockey yeah. goon guy. Yeah, that's and amazing. You know what guy. he did? He dropped Eric you fast, Cairns, eh? He, he beat the living. You're a big boy, me. too. And the thing is, but I, and the thing is, I, I met him afterwards because he worked at a bar with my buddy, and he remembers. I go, remember that time like you beat the living piss out? 
out of me. He goes, you know, you seem like a nice guy. And we actually like had a beer like after that together. That's the thing. It's like that okay, guy's listen, an guys. animal though. Oh, uh, uh, hey, hey, you know what my guy is? I grew up the same thing. My boy Pete Worrell. <laughs> but he was Pete Worrell. Pete Worrell hated fighting. He wanted to be a hockey player. But that's another story, yeah. guys. We got two minutes. I love you, Tony. I love you, Earl. I love you, Camp. Let's hey. get some picks, Tony. Best bet this weekend, NFL. What you got for us, brother? What you got uh, for us, brother? It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. The early games, Kansas City. Um, in fact, alternate line, Kansas City wins by twenty or more. Whoa! 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 Earl, you're the Steeler fan. Big Ben Roethlisberger, your take on the way out. I believe the Steelers will beat the Ravens, but the uh, Colts will beat Jacksonville. So Steelers are out like Michael Jackson. Love you, Earl. We're going to get you on sooner or later. Cam, you're the best. Like I said, I wouldn't be. I'm Johnny. You're Ed. Let's do this thing. Let's do Happy it Hanukkah. forever. Love Happy you, guys. Happy Love you guys. What's your best bet, Cam? One pick. Detroit Lions. Lions. Yeah, I knew it. Ah, I knew it. Defend the dead. Defend the dead. Love you, Tony. Love you, Earl. Okay? Love you. Love you. Guys are the best. Red Beard. Red Beard coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete. And getting one source of truth is like, pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. The 
late night anger match for Crash continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. We're breaking it down to Mightier 1090, San Diego, Los Angeles, beautiful Southern California. Countdown to the Super Bowl is on. And of course, we're breaking it down on Sirius XM Channel 1, not 5 at 9. So we've got the Super Bowl. Uh, rapidly approaching a little more than five uh, Sundays away uh, right now. And, of course, we got the national championship game on Monday night. Let's bring in Mr. SEC himself, and we've been lucky to have him all season long. Um, Mr. Brent Beard joins us. First Coast News, second helping podcast. Happy New Year, Brent. Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Well, Gabe, I, I love it. Uh, I really do. It's, it's sort of one of my favorite segments of the week. And to follow up on something you said, now, uh, my, I, I, I think I've told you I have an identical, identical twin brother who does sports radio every day uh, in Huntsville, Alabama, and he is heading up for the game. Uh, tomorrow, it's not that far from Huntsville to Indianapolis. Going to be a going going to be a robust uh, five degrees on on Monday night at game time. But here's the hope with that, and and I'm I'm sure you're you you're aware of this. Your listeners may not. This time next year, we're going to be in L.A. for the national championship game, Gabe. Wow. Wow. And we'll see if Lincoln Riley can have an impact on that. Absolutely. And, uh, how quickly he can have an impact at, uh, at uh, USC, but a beautiful new stadium. SoFi. That's right. Uh, and it's nice to, 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 you know, to get the West coast involved and spread it out a little bit. And it's a perfect segue into this game actually, because I think there's a little bit of a national fatigue a little bit. Look, you're an sec country and, and, you know, so you're, you're in the middle of this. From I think from an outside perspective, people are like, oh God, it's an all SEC matchup, and oh my, oh my goodness, it's Alabama again. And I'm old enough to remember, sort of rolling my eyes at Michael Jordan winning all the time. Yeah, right. It was like, oh God, Jordan won again. Yeah, we know he's great, but man, can Seattle beat him? Right. It was like, you know, maybe Portland. It was one of those deals where you start to cheer for the underdog a little bit, um, and then after. When it's all said and done, you look back and you're like, wow, we just saw history and we saw one of the greatest players um, of all time play. And I sort of feel that way with Saban. I don't think Saban, it sounds crazy to say this because I know he's a very rich man, but I don't think people realize just how good he actually is and for how long he's been uh, this good. I mean, his 10th national championship game, his ninth national championship game uh, in 13 years with Alabama. This type of success is unprecedented at the college football level. And I think instead of saying, well, I'm tired of watching Alabama play, we should appreciate watching the greatest coach uh, of all time collegiately do his thing. Well, uh, and and to really, uh, for your listeners to understand this run, this is a John Wooden UCLA-type run. This is exactly what this is like, Gabe, uh, as far as the numbers that Saban is putting up. I still believe this is Saban's best coaching job since he's been in Alabama. He just celebrated 15 years uh, when he walked off the plane and signed the contract uh, at Alabama. Uh, so that, that says a lot. Best coaching job. And before we get into the game, I'll also say this, and probably folks don't want to hear this either, Gabe, they're going to be better next year than they are this year. Well, they're such a young team. It's a great point that you raise. Yeah, and not to take anything away from from the job that he's done in the past, having all that talent. A lot of programs have a lot of talent, and they can't coach it past the finish line. But I agree with you. And remember what I said to you last week? I said, 
when everybody else was criticizing Bama all year, when it, well, you and I talked about this last week, I said I like the fact that these kids are battle-tested. Yeah. You know what? They, they were humbled. They they don't think they're better than everybody. They know they can lose to anybody. And and I think it's made them tougher, tougher for it. So, you know, it's amazing to me that Nick Saban's an underdog here again. Uh, so the betting market. So the last time Nick Saban was an underdog before the SEC Conference Championship game, Brent, was all the way back in 2015 against, oh, yeah, it was against Georgia. He won that football <laughs> game. Uh, they were underdogs in the SEC Conference Championship game for the first time since 2015. He won that football game. They're underdogs once again uh, right now. And just for the record, the only time Coach Saban was ever an underdog in a national championship game before, Brent, was with the LSU Tigers. He was getting right. six points and they beat Oklahoma outright. So, you know, it's amazing. We just talk about the greatness of Coach Saban, but the betting market, and I should say the, 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 the bettors out there, most of them are taking Alabama, but the sports books, they believe in Georgia. They're buying in. They're the ones that set this number, Brent. And well, I yeah. tell you, no one's getting rich betting against Coach Saban. No, no, and I'll tell you this, though, Gabe, the, uh, and don't think for a moment that Saban and that Alabama coaching staff will not use this as a psychological ploy for them when Georgia has the real psychological advantages here. Now, th- now listen, people are going to ask, why is it Alabama-Georgia in this game? Well, here's the answer. Bama and Georgia, the only teams to have top six recruiting classes every year in the past five years. How about this, Brent? 33, 33 five-star recruits combined between the two teams. <laughs> uh, to put it in perspective, my Michigan Wolverines had five five-star recruits yeah. on the team yeah. as a whole. And oh yeah, by the way, two of them are top 10 NFL draft picks. That's so right. It just goes to show what kind of talent Georgia and Bama actually have. It does. Listen, it is absolutely amazing that the guys who will be in the NFL later on, but we need to cherish this time on Monday night, as you said, for who these two teams are. So when it was all said and done, uh, Brent is a Heisman Trophy voter. Did you did you vote for Bryce Young when it was all said and done? I did. I voted uh uh, I voted for Bryce Young, I voted for Matt Corral, and I voted for Will Anderson, number three. Uh, now, look, I thought he, Aiden Hutchinson deserved to go. Uh, what a talent. He's going to the NFL now. Uh, but I just thought Will Anderson deserved to be there, too. And uh, I'm hoping, Gabe, that Hutchinson and Will Anderson will give voters uh, something to think about for giving these defensive players uh, a real shot at, at getting a Heisman Trophy one day. Now, one thing about, and I could not agree more, uh, one thing about Bryce Young, I'm impressed with because, as you stated, they've been they've had injuries on the offensive side of the football. They've their offensive line has struggled at times. They haven't been able to run the football. Like it's not like it's just oh, we're going to run for 250 yards with ease. Right. Yet he finds ways on third down. Like he's he's sort of been on his own. I'll put it this way: like he's just sort of bought time, made plays, got guys open, and saved the best for last. You know, 421 yards. So. What do you think about this coming into this? So Coach Smart is 0-4, and I'm always fascinated by this, uh, Brent. Everybody came at Coach Harbaugh pretty hard. He was 0-5 against OSU. Well, now we're looking at you, Mr. Smart. You're 0-4, yeah. and he's, yeah, what a job the Georgia staff did against Michigan. But what do you think of the odds makers making Georgia the favorite again? And if you were a betting man, what would you do? Who do you like in this game? 
because I, I just can't go against Alabama. And I know as good as as and Stetson looked great and Bennett looked great and the offense looked so impressive. That's what surprised me the most, actually. Yes. How efficient the offense was for Georgia against Michigan's defense. They did a great job. But without being stated, with all due respect to my boy Kate McNamara, Bryce Young is it's different. It's different. And something that strikes me too, Brent, is both these teams are so hard to run on. Combined, they only give up like 160 yards, man. They both give up like 80 yards a game on the ground. So you think, wow, you got these two great defenses. But it kind of leads to points because the teams have to throw since they know they can't run. So they almost have to throw. And we saw that's what happened with Bama before. But what do you think about this football game? What's your breakdown? Well, uh, I think one of the big uh, overarching themes here, and you've hit on it, is – Alabama knows they can win this game. Georgia thinks they can win this game. And that's a big difference, isn't it, Gabe? In that mindset, I think what you're also seeing here is, and you've touched on this too, Bama has the advantage at quarterback and at head coach. And I'm not being derogatory against Kirby Smart. Nick Saban just been around the block a few more times. And that and that wisdom comes to fruition here. This Alabama team has really improved since the second half of the Auburn game. They made some tweaks in the offensive line, which was a weakness the, the entire year. This McLaughlin kid at center has really helped them also. And, Gabe, they've had some other guys. This defense continues to get better. Uh, and they've had guys like Dallas Turner at linebacker and Federian Mathis at defensive end and tackle, uh, along with Will Anderson, 34 tackles for loss and 17 sacks. I think that's what we have seen is just the improvement in this Alabama team. Now, again, Stetson Bennett, 13-3 and as a starter. Bama's got to be careful. Brock Bowers just ate them alive in the SEC championship Man, that game. kid is good. He ate us how, alive, too. Wow. How do you, Gabe, <laughs> Gabe, how does anybody cover him it is the reality, but they're getting their receivers healthy. And I'm just telling you, their running backs, particularly James Cook, Dalvin Cook's brother, is as good of a wide receiver as anything Georgia has got. Georgia, two things, and Georgia beat writers have told us this this week. Two mistakes Georgia made in the SEC championship game. They got, this is their words, they got too fancy. They tried to do too many things defensively. Yeah. And, and Gabe, they quit running the ball. So keep your eye on both those things for Georgia. It's funny you say that because that's exactly what Michigan did, right? Instead of they, right. they, they got oh, yes. cute, they were going sideways. Harbaugh goes for it on his own 49-yard yes. line. Yes. Like, really, Coach, you really want to give Georgia the ball here at midfield? It's only 7 nothing. Calm down. Right? It's But these coaches, you're right. It's a great point. I think uh, they, they were bang on. So before we get you out of here, uh, Brent, we've got about a minute and a half left here with Brent uh, Beard. It's always a pleasure uh, breaking it down. You mentioned Will Anderson a couple of times, and nobody really talks about this guy, but he leads the nation in, like, you know, um, you know, tackles for loss, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for lack of a better word, he's just a badass, this guy. And Alabama guys were, like, 13-and-a-half, 14-point favorites against Cincinnati, and he was saying they were underdogs. You all say we're underdogs, so you don't tell him <laughs> now that they're underdogs for real again. And I just want to say, we got a minute left, Brad. I just want to say this, that if I'm, if I'm Georgia – 
I don't. I I wish Bama were like ten point favorites because you yeah, absolutely. Saban's gonna say, guys, do you believe this? I'm the greatest coach of all time. We beat these guys' asses all the time, and they still think they're better than That's us. Right. That's they right. still think they're better than us, and you know they live off of this stuff. So, sixty seconds, Brent. How does it play out? What's your prediction, sir? Uh, I think I think Alabama wins thirty-one twenty-four type game. Uh, keys for Georgia make Bryce Young uncomfortable, and they still have got weaknesses in that Georgia secondary. For Alabama, it's just the opposite. Protect uh, Bryce Young. And also uh, a healthy Brian Robinson. They've got to continue to try to run the ball. I, I can tell you another key to this game real quick. If Bama has 125 to 150 yards rushing or more, I think that, I think that it will be definitely in their favor in order to win the game. Brent Beard, First Coast uh, News, second helping uh, podcast. Don't worry, everybody. Brent's going to join us next week as well. Absolutely. We'll recap it and we'll jump right in and start talking about the NFL draft. And I'll start picking your brain about all these great SEC players coming into the NFL. But Happy New Year, uh, Brent, to you and yours. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us on our anniversary show uh, this evening. And we'll catch up with you next week. Enjoy the game. Can't wait, Jay. We'll look forward to Monday night, my friend. We'll talk next week. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete. And getting one source of truth is like, pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Wow, that was close. Okay. You can be the center. Listen from the ashes. To take what you've got! You think I'm dead, but I'm not! Wow, how amazing is it? How close do I sound like this guy? That is me. That's right, I'm a badass. We do metal, and we're doing it. And we're going to have a new record coming out soon. We're going to record it at Triumph Studio. Cam's been there, Metalworks. 
Um, a lot of drama that me and my band are going through. Whatever, bro. I went to my chiropractor today, and even he can tell. He goes, bro, what's up with you? I said, I'm trying to get an effing booster. No one wants a booster shot. I can't get one. Try to get to the Super Bowl. I'm already vaxxed, but anyway, they got enough problems. Um, hey, let's end it with a bang here, Cam. Mick Aussie, Aussie, the same guy, my favorite Mick Aussie, me and Mick, uh, Houston was great, Mick, I love you, you've been part of the Sports Rage history, that's why you're a Hall of Famer, but my favorite story, remember Kim, you and I were nice enough to let Mick sleep on the floor of our hotel room that night in Montreal at the Great Cup, and he woke you up to tell you that your feet smelt, and I'll yeah, never forget, what? that's the maddest you know you've what? ever seen you, you said, you said to him, I'll throw you, and Matthias Cam told him, I'll throw you out the effing window right now, Mick. That's the maddest, I think, Cam, you were like, <laughs> a, somebody I mean, you were you were like a bear that got woken up. You were like, ah, oh. you said, Mick, I'll throw you out right out this window head first. You remember that, Cam? <laughs> I do remember that. You know what the thing is? Mick's feet were worse than me and you, Mark. I know. Mick, you, uh, you, you smell like Vegemite. <laughs> yeah. You, you prick. But anyway, I love you. At least, at least you didn't steal our tip like the CFL player did, eh, Cam? Like, uh, we leave. A, we, we respect the CFL guy. The guy steals our so tip money for the for the mate. I'm like, I left it's it for so the mate, bro. Like, cause we made a mess. Uh, Are we at 30 seconds? No, we're not at 30 seconds. I can do 16 hours. We've done 20 years. I love you guys. Cam, Mac, you're the best. Stay safe, Mac. Great job, right. Matthias. Welcome to the family. But you still have a couple more hits to do before you're like uh, you're earned. It's the way we roll. <laughs> you got more to do. You got more to do, this kid. More. You got more to do. More. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge. Automotive map. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.